Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk show with me, Barry Holmes. Here we are for our 183rd episode of the Talk That Talk show, and just happy to enjoy my Sunday night with you all. Um, it's been a great week so far. I'm ready to get jump started into this next week, but you know, the culmination of my week is always complete. Once I come through and give you guys an episode of the Talk That Talk show. So and I feel very blessed to continue to provide an opportunity for myself to express myself, you know, on this platform. And um, I'm just thankful to have, you know, people out there that, you know, even on episode 183, you know, continue to rock out with me. Um, still fighting a little bit of a sickness here. Um, I'm not one for, um, you know, medicine or anything like that, but... You know, the sinuses have been atrocious. You know, I feel so congested and, you know, have a little bit of the shivers. But, you know, we just dug it out, man. Um, you know, I've taken COVID tests and it's negative. So, again, like I spoke a little bit before, you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, you can still get sick without having COVID. But this is, seems to be something that I've, you know, had a little trouble shaking now for some time. So, you know, the main thing that I've really just tried to do is just stay as rested as possible. Know, limit the time that I've been out just trying to you know, get a little bit extra rest um, and then on top of that uh, just try to stay hydrated too man I think you know part of the reason why some of the things go awry for us because we forget the basics that our body needs man so I've just been trying to hydrate you know get rest and get some of that energy back because you know with the weeks coming up especially with the importance of you know certain holidays and then on top of that just heading into the Christmas stretch of bowling you know you want to end on the right note going into the next year so you know my health has been something that I've been um, plagued with for the last week or so and it's been something that I've been able to rally around in a way but you know there are times like today where I just feel like I had nothing left in the tank but you know it's just important to still go out there and handle your responsibilities right because you know Jordan in that flu game he didn't say oh man I can't play Nah, he just went out there and dropped shit, man. You know, he dropped his, his game of his life, man. So that's why I thought it was so important to continue to come here with you all and share my thoughts on the Talk That Talk show. Big shout out to Tyree Holmes on the Facebook live stream. Marcus on our Instagram live stream. Josh Heems on our Instagram live stream. Um, before I get started with the show, you know, I want to give a big shout out to my boy Ronnie Lordi. Uh, big shout out to him. He released his, um, you know, Amazon special uh, not too long ago. And, um, you know, part of the thing that I had said and I told this to Doc was that I wanted to, you know, as a friend, you know, being that, you know, I've lost, you know, a good amount of friends over this past year, um, you know, passed away. Rest in peace, Andrew. You know, rest in peace, Kodos. Um, but I told myself that I was going to, you know, do better with trying reaching out to my friends, you know, and seeing how they're doing and everything. And Ron has been, you know, a good friend for me for decades, man. You know, we grew up together playing basketball together and, um, he's somebody that, you know, means a lot to me. And I've seen his progression from, you know, when we would, uh, when I would cover Knicks games and right after the Knicks games, I would take the train up to his house uptown and, you know, we'd party till, you know, we couldn't stand up anymore. And it was some fun times, man. But, you know, through grinding and, you know, through uh, the process of trying to advance, you know, it becomes hard at times to, you know, link up with certain people. And it's not 
for a reason that I, I don't fuck with uh, Ronnie. It's, it's not that, you know, we don't have time for each other. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, when you're grinding, sometimes those schedules don't coincide. So in that factor, you know, I really, you know, just wanted to make it a point to, you know, you know, reach out to him. Because when I saw that he had this, you know, you know, Netflix special or, you know, Amazon special he was releasing, you know, back when we would go to his apartment, he always would have this this uh, big whiteboard, right? It was like a whiteboard, but it had just a bunch of scattered thoughts, and it literally meant nothing to me. But he was one of the first people that, you know, kind of really told me, he's like, you know, you got to start writing down your thoughts, and it'll help you to formulate your next moves. And, you know, it was some deep shit, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning when you're coming back from 13th Step. But um, that's just the type of person that Ronnie was and still is. So to see him, you know, follow through with what he said he was going to do, you know, he told me a long time ago, I'm working on this special, I'm working on this special. And, you know, it didn't take how long, you know, let's put it this way. It didn't happen overnight for him. But just the fact that, um, you know, he was able to power through. And then he told me that, you know, from starting on Friday nights, now he's on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he's about to open up another location in Hoboken. You know, I was just so proud of him and just so happy for him genuinely that, you know, he was getting the things that he wanted and he's becoming who he said he was going to, you know. And um, it's feel, it's people like that that I feel like you have to keep around you because it kind of helps you to keep your dreams alive or keeps your hopes alive to see that, you know, someone out there truly believes in themselves and can make shit happen for themselves. So, you know, if you get a chance, check out Barbershop Comedy. My boy Ronnie Lordi, um, he's really grinded to be a, a great comedian and, you know, I'm just happy for his friendship. So, you know, big shout out to him. Check out his Amazon special. It's on all streaming platforms. But, you know, we also got to give a big shout out to Kevin Blue, my boy Christian on Instagram Live. Uh, Tim Secor says, what up, B? Good bowling last Wednesday. You and Pops killed it. And, you know, I think the funny thing about that was, which I think is a great uh, segue, you know, when we talk about trying to advance and trying to move forward, um, the crazy part about it is, is that, um, you know, sometimes the game of bowling is going to call for you to do some things that you're not necessarily, uh, comfortable with. And in that matchup with Tim, you know, we had some really funky lanes out there to where we couldn't double, couldn't, you know, really get much things going, but it really just became a war of attrition and, and just, you know, how, how stubborn will you be? And in past times, you know, I've been stubborn to where I haven't wanted to switch balls. You know, I haven't wanted to try a different shot. And that's in a potentially why I've, you know, struggled for a little bit. But there's something about that night, you know, bowling against Tim, bowling my father, you know, seeing how well he was doing and just trying to carry my load as well, too. You know, I tried a different shot that I had never tried before. And it actually, you know, had some success for me. And... You know, I think the big thing that that showed to me was as soon as I, you know, made the the change and I made the shot, you know, I saw my dad, my other teammate Cecil just stand up in shock. And then later on after, you know, Tim had said to my dad, he was like, yo, I'm, you know, I've never seen Barry do anything like that before. So it's just, uh, it's just proof that once you kind of step out of that uh, comfort zone, you know, there's no telling what you can do because, you know, for, you know, two games, I was in the shitter, man. You know, I couldn't even hit my fucking average. And, you know, it's a tough thing to do when you have a team that's trying to compete. But, um, you know, to to have the faith 
you know, that my dad had in me and then the faith within myself to make an adjustment to shoot a shot I've never done, you know, it kind of just gives me that validation that, you know, I am starting to head in the right direction as a bowler. I'm by no means perfect. I'm no means like the best bowler in the world. But, you know, I pride myself on just trying to get better with every set, man. And people like Tim that, you know, reach out to me and, you know, give me words of positivity and then also push me in competition. You know, those are the people that I really like to bowl against and bowl with. He says, got that re-rate coming this week, though. <laughs> yeah, I bowl like crap, so my average is going to be going down a little bit. But um, one thing that you guys know about me, um, I'm a huge Knicks fan. You know, um, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. You know, I wanted to go to the Celtics game when I was out in Boston, but, you know, the tickets were a little expensive, and I was like, you know, I can't really see myself spending that money for a team that I don't even like. And then shout out to my boy Say. He was like, well, you haven't even seen your Knicks yet. So, you know, me and Doc, you know, we so we looked at some dates. And instead of just putting it off and trying to wait to see if things got cheaper, we saw something that, you know, we were comfortable with, and we got them. So, you know, we wound up getting two tickets. First one, we're going to see the Knicks versus Grizzlies on Sunday. It's going to be a dope game. Hopefully, John Moran puts on an, a great performance. And then also, we're going to go see the Knicks play in Brooklyn in January because, you know, just been talking all this shit about the Nets. The Knicks can't beat the Nets. Well, I want to be there firsthand to see when they finally do beat them for the first time in about two years. But I think that on this road trip, we've seen a lot from the Knicks, both good and bad. But, you know, we got to just stick with the facts in that, you know, this is a two-and-two two ball club on the on the road. You know, they toughed and thugged out a, a big game against the Nuggets, one that they came back. And then also one against the Jazz, which I thought was a character win for them because, you know, we really saw Julius Randle step up and really be like that motivational, emotional leader. Um, seeing him dive on the ground and then, you know, hook up Jalen Brunson for the transition dunk to put us up. You know, I think that kind of made a statement that, you know, Julius Randle was willing to sell out for this team and kind of show those glimpses of what he did two years ago. So, you know, I think that those first two games had us really hyped, thinking that we're going to go out and really take maybe four or five games in this road trip. But then we ran into the Warriors and then the Suns. And I think that the thing that's most frustrating about the New York Knicks is that they can just show such, such great spots, you know, just, just great quarters where they can fool you to believe that they're a contender. But then, you know, after time, the the facade starts to dissolve. And really what we see is a team that lacks defensive principle and, and effort 100% of the time. You know, I've seen too many times where guys just get open three-pointers, you know, drive to the basket, no contest. You know, there's going to have to be a time where the Knicks truly sink their feet in on defense and decide that they will not be scored on. And until that point happens, we're going to continue to have this up and down fluctuating of the Knicks play. You know, the Knicks aren't a bad team, but right now, if they cannot do what they need to do defensively, I really don't know if this team is a playoff team, you know? I mean, can they get out of a playing game if they're giving up 145 points? You know, it's just not it's just not possible. And then some things that I think look at is the fact that Evan Fournier has been on the bench and out of rotation. You know, here's somebody who you pay over upwards of $70 million for, and we're outright saying that he can't help this New York Knickerbocker team. 
you know, I think that's a, a huge statement. And when you're out of the rotation like that, you know, it leaves opportunities for other guys to step up and the door of opportunity for other teams to potentially acquire. I read something that rose and, and quickly um, those two players were open for trading. Um, so, we're, you know, I think that before the, the, the trade deadline for the Knicks is definitely going to be something that we're going to have to keep our eyes out for because, like my boy Jeff said, I feel like the Knicks just have so much talent, but there's just not enough minutes to play everybody. And I think that, you know, Grimes – showing us in his last game against the Suns that he's healthier than he's ever been. And then Thibodeau to have the confidence to send him out there for upwards of 30 minutes. You know, I think it gives us a little bit of, um, you know, resolve that maybe he is healthy after this knee injury and he can assume being that crucial role for us because, you know, when he's healthy, he's a lockdown defender and really a new generation 3 and D guy. And then another guy who's really showed me something over this trip has been Jericho Sims. I mean, the guy is physical. He's manhandled people. There's not many people that you're going to find in the league that baby Draymond Green. And I saw multiple accounts in that Warriors game where Jericho Sims just, you know, imposed his will. And I think for a guy that just plays hard, you know, can stay healthy. You know, Mitchell Roberts has been great for us, but the fact is he can't stay out of foul trouble and he can't stay healthy. So when you can't get on the floor... You know, it's obvious that other people are going to have to step in that role to help you. And I think that Jericho has shown that, you know, he's ready for that. But, um, you know, aside from the Knicks, you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. We have Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. You know, even in my death, I wasn't feeling my best. But, um, you know, my girlfriend had uh, asked me to uh, come with her and her family to a wolf reserve. You know, I joked around with her. I said, this, this is what happens when you have a white girlfriend. You got to do things like this, right? But um, it was it was pretty funny because it was 14 degrees of cold weather. We're out there. And, you know, I think that ultimately us freezing out there in the cold, it was, it was definitely tough. You know, you see their mom at, at times didn't want to, you know, come out the bus. But, um, you know, I think when we finally got out there and got onto the reservation, you know, it was really cool to see wolves in person, man. I mean, I can't really tell you that I've ever seen a wolf before. You know, I can't say I've ever wanted to see a wolf before. But it's those things of, like, stepping out of our comfort zone to, you know, find something else and learn something different. You know, that is what I am thankful for Doc G for because there are plenty of things that, in my right mind, I might not ever do. But when you're looking to someone in a relationship – you know, you're looking for someone to push you and to have you try different things and step out of your comfort zone. And that's something that Doc has done for me. So, you know, I thank you so much for her. Um, you know, she's been a great impact as far as, you know, getting me to where I need to be. And then also, you know, not only her, but, you know, my family in general has been a great support system to me. You know, my father, each and every, you know, time for the show. You know, he helped set up the stage. Um, you know, he's been a great bowling friend companion teammate mentor um you know just someone that has positively impacted my life you know and you know to my mom you know the person who I get you know my strength from you know someone that you know is not afraid to speak her mind and be who she you know who she is you know it's just a combination of all those things that make me who I am and then thankful for my brother you know, who continues to show leadership and, 
you know, live life the right way and, you know, empower me and inspire me to be the best version of myself. And then, you know, thank for my sister for, you know, constantly inviting me over and, you know, to hang out and, you know, to, to, to you know, share time together. You know, I had an awesome time at her Friendsgiving tomorrow, uh, yesterday. And then to see all the other friends as well, too. You know, I got a lot of people in my life. Um, I could go on and on with the names for people that, you know, have had a positive impact on me. And I feel like, you know, at times like this during Thanksgiving, you know, we're, we're definitely caught up in, um, you know, the food, um, getting the days off, obviously the Thanksgiving football games. But realistically, it just comes down to really just giving thanks for the things that are in your life and the things that, um, you know, help to make you who you are. And I just feel like, you know, with the people around me, I have a great base. I have a great system around me. And, um, you know, it's just helped me to be who I am today. And I think that, you know, my advice to anyone else out there, whether you're Dom, Laszlo, Brian Bloom, Ishabod Crane, you know, just go out there and tell the people that mean something to you, you know, what, you know, that you care and, uh, you know, that you're thankful for him because, you know, I had mentioned something to Doc the other day um, about, you know, maybe jokingly it was the principal or something like that, but they were just saying about just how happy they were to have me working in their school district. And it might have been just like a, a light, you know, comment or whatever. But for me, being someone that worked in New York for so long and for a certain point felt like I was working a thankless job, you know, to have someone that just appreciates you in that little realm, you know, it meant the, meant the world to me. So whether you're talking professionally, personally, you know, at this time at Thanksgiving, spend some time with your family, spend some time with the people that mean the most to you. And, you know, don't be afraid to tell them, you know, that you're thankful for them because you don't know what that can mean to them and if they really might have needed that. And then finally, before I hop off the air, because, you know, I definitely want to get some more rest, uh, get some fluids in my system so that, um, you know, I can be ready to thug it out tomorrow at bowling. But, um, you know, I, I, I just I, I'm so thankful for, you know, just the just this opportunity, man. I think that so many times, you know, people can go life without having purpose. And I feel like a life without purpose is just such a uh a confusing route, you know, and I feel, you know, not to use enlightened, but, you know, I just feel a sense of accomplishment to know that people truly do believe in me. And, you know, that, that means something to me. And I want to tell you guys all, I got some things in the works. You know, I've been talking to Timmy Hugel Jr. And I promise you by the end of the year, there will be one more talk that talk show release. One more. All right. I'm not going to tell you a due date. I'm not going to tell you when. Just make sure you keep tuning in. And I promise you, one of these episodes before the end of the year, you will get first chance dibs at one of only 25 shirts that are going to be made of the new Talk That Talk show, um, part of the uh, Core Values line. And then my boy Ish must have read the stage notes because... This game right here is what I really want to hop off the air to play. For those of you that don't know, this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. A lot of people waited until uh, Warzone 2.0 came out um, because obviously you have to pay for this game, but Warzone 2 is free. But 
I thought it was imperative to get this game for the multiplayer because, you know, what I've learned in this game is that the weapon ranking system and trying to upgrade your guns and get different guns to potentially use in Warzone, you know, is a little confusing because you have to use other guns to unlock certain guns. So then they talk about the battle pass and it's kind of scattered and I just feel like I wish in that realm they would have kept it simple, but... I see what this company was trying to do when they really, you know, came in this direction of Warzone 2.0. Because a lot of times people say, well, we're buying the same game over and over again with 2K23, right? What's different about this game? I feel like with this Warzone 2.0, they've added enough new wrinkles in it to feel like a brand new game. I think one of the greatest things that they put in there is the proximity chat. If you're in game chat... And you're going up to a building that has enemies in it. And if they're talking, you can potentially hear if they're in there or not. And, you know, communicate with them. And I think that that, you know, it adds for some great depth to the game and some, you know, quirky interactions. Um, I also like the fact that there's a new gulag in there. You know, they have a 2v2 uh, in the gulag to potentially come back after you die. Or you all can work together to try and kill the juggernaut, which I think is... Uh, you know, pretty awesome, man. Um, there's a lot of nuances in the game. One of the other things I saw, they have like a, a portable revive gun. You can shoot somebody from far and it'll revive them. So there are enough nuances in the game itself that should add for this game to be a must play, man. So, you know, big shout out to those people that are playing Modern Warfare 2. I'm definitely going to hop on the air. I mean, I'm going to hop on the Xbox tonight. Um, but. I'm just excited to, to uh, get off the air here, um, watch a good Chiefs game as well, too. Hopefully, I can stay awake. But, um, you know, Chiefs have got a big game against the Chargers tonight. And I think that with the Chargers catching a little bit of steam, I think that people are starting to try and hop on that bandwagon that they can stop our train from uh, going along. But I think Patrick Mahomes, time in and time out, has proven that he's an amazing leader, an even better quarterback, and when we have him healthy and suited up, it's going to be hard to beat our team, and I know divisional games aren't easy. I know the Chargers have beaten us in recent history, but this is a new year, and I think that you know this Chiefs team is super confident and ready to go out there and get a dub. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in on uh, Instagram. Facebook Live, Google. you can check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, you name it, and we're on it, man. Um, I didn't want to make this too lengthy of an episode because, you know, I really just wanted to focus on, you know, really highlighting those people within my life that have um, had a positive impact on me. And, you know, I think that, like I said, if anything that you learn from this episode, you know, make sure you tell those people that mean something to you just how thankful you are for them because, you know, you never know if you will ever get that chance to, to say that again. So, um, once again, I thank you guys so much for tuning into this show. Catch us every single week, you know, whether it's Monday, I mean, whether it's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you know you're going to get an episode of the Talk That Talk show. You know, I, I, I bleed this consistency. You know, I pride myself on it. And part of the reason why I'm able to is because you all come here to share some time with me each and every week. I love you all. Thank you for rocking out with me. I'm going to try and get this health up to 100%. 
And, um, you know, keep rocking out with me, man, because I'm going to keep making y'all proud. Love you and see you next week.